0: Yeah, talking freedom and liberation uh-huh. Worldwide, not just only for the nation A radical guide, it's time to make changes Bringing interviews and radical education Yeah, yeah, a better future what we really-
1: Welcome to A Radical Podcast where we explore radical ideas, movements, and events shaping our world In this episode, we delve into some common questions about anarchism focusing on its origins and historical roots We'll examine how various ideas and practices have contributed to the development of anarchism and the importance of acknowledging diverse influences, including those from non-European cultures and societies. In our weekly Anarchist and Radical News segment, we'll discuss the troubling rise of anti-LGBTQ legislation across the United States, emphasizing the importance of staying informed and engaged in the fight for social justice and equality. We will also provide updates about a Radical Guide, where you can contribute by submitting locations that promote social justice, equality, and radical activism. So please sit back, relax, and join us as we dive into this thought-provoking episode of a Radical Podcast. Yes. Let's go! In this week's Anarchist and Radical News segment, we will discuss the troubling legislative attacks on the LGBTQ community in Florida. Recently, the Florida House of Representatives approved three anti-LGBTQ-plus bills. Among these is Senate Bill 254, which, if enacted, could potentially separate affirming parents from their transgender children during custody battles. This bill, introduced by Republican Senator Clay Yarborough, would classify gender-affirming care for minors, such as puberty blockers and hormone therapy, as serious physical harm. Consequently, this could be cited by courts to temporarily remove physical custody of the child during custody enforcement hearings. Furthermore, SB 254 would prohibit the use of state funds for gender-affirming care and directs the State Board of Medicine to adopt emergency rules regarding trans minors currently receiving care. This adds to the ongoing confusion surrounding such rules in Florida. Although some of the bill's most contentious provisions have been removed, it still remains one of the most extreme anti-trans bills in the country. The amended bill will now return to the Senate, which reconvenes on April 26th. In addition to SB 254, the Florida House also voted in favor of HB 1521, a bathroom bill that defines biological sex by reproductive roles to bar individuals from using facilities that match their gender expression. Another bill, SB 1438, criminalizes adult live performances performed in view of children. Although the bill's language does not specifically target drag performances or LGBTQ plus events, it is part of a series of broadly worded bills in Republican-controlled states that critics argue are essentially proxy bans on queer and trans communities. Even before SB 1438 becomes law, it is already having a chilling effect. Pride of the Treasure Coast announced the cancellation of this year's Pride Parade in June and limited attendance at their annual Pride Fest event to those 21 and over, citing SB 1438 as the reason for the changes. Lambda legal attorney Carl Charles remarked that Republicans are now targeting lower hanging fruit of gender variance after losing the battle against gay marriage, making their rallying cry of protect the children particularly hollow in this context. It is crucial to note that this issue is not limited to Florida. In fact, according to translegislation.com, A staggering 499 anti-trans bills have been introduced across 49 states in 2023, and we're only five months into the year. As of this episode, 43 bills have already been passed. The trends we see in 2023 include blocking trans kids and teachers from being visible in schools, denying state recognition through birth certificates, and banning widely accepted gender-affirming health care. Some bills, like Oklahoma's SB 129, Propose extending gender-affirming care bans up to 26 years old, resulting in felony charges and loss of medical licenses for physicians providing such care. Wyoming's SF-0111, for instance, would classify gender-affirming care as child abuse. Schools are frequently targeted by anti-trans bills invoking parental rights. In 2023, bills like Arizona's HB 1700 encourage parents to report and ban books promoting gender fluidity or pronouns while SB-1001 requires both guardian and teacher approval of a student's pronouns. This year has also seen a wave of reactionary drag bands, like Arizona's SB-1698, which would redefine venues hosting gender nonconforming entertainment as adult-oriented businesses. However, the language in these bills is so broad that it includes singing, lip-syncing, and even monologues while wearing clothing, makeup, or accessories differing from one's sex assigned at birth. Moreover, national anti-trans legislation is emerging, such as the Women's Bill of Rights, which seeks to erase federal recognition of trans individuals by defining sex assigned at birth as an immutable definition of man or woman, boy or girl. It also dictates how the government collects data. The My Child, My Choice Act Aims to extend educational restrictions observed in individual states to apply federally, this alarming trend indicates a nationwide attack on the rights and well-being of transgender individuals, demonstrating the urgent need for increased awareness, advocacy, and support for the lgbtq plus community. We must continue to monitor this situation and challenge and resist these discriminatory laws as they significantly threaten the rights, dignity, and safety of transgender people in the United States. Want to get involved? Translegislation.com lists legislative events concerning bills that they are tracking across the country. Find out what is happening in your state and get involved. By staying informed and actively participating in the fight against these discriminatory laws, you can help make a difference in the lives of transgender individuals and the LGBTQ plus community.
0: A radical guide. that's what this is, highlighting the diverse world of resistance.
1: In this week's Resistance Around the World, we will dive deeper into people's most common questions about anarchism. As a political philosophy and movement that seeks to challenge authority and abolish coercive institutions, anarchism is often met with curiosity and skepticism. We'll explore some of the key questions people ask and provide insight into the principles and goals of anarchism, supported by historical events, key figures, and examples. The first question, what is anarchism? and when did the concept emerge? Anarchism is a political philosophy and movement that aims to create a society without coercive hierarchies or unjust authority. Advocating for a society based on voluntary cooperation, mutual aid, and direct democracy, anarchism has developed various schools of thought, such as anarcho-communism, anarcho-syndicalism, individualist anarchism, and green anarchism. Historical examples like the Free Territory of Ukraine, 1918 to 1921, and anarcho-syndical labor unions, such as the Industrial Workers of the World, IWW, in the United States, and the Confederación Nacional del Trabajo, CNT, in Spain, provide insight into different approaches to achieving an egalitarian society. The term anarchy, with roots in ancient Greek, means without a ruler or without authority. The modern political usage of the term emerged in the 18th and 19th centuries with early anarchist thinkers like William Godwin, Pierre-Joseph Proudhon, and Mikhail Bakunin laying the foundation for the movement. These foundational thinkers contributed to developing various anarchistic schools of thought, which often fell into categories of social and individualist anarchism or similar dualism classifications. Recognizing the broader historical and cultural context from which anarchist ideas emerged is crucial because it provides a more comprehensive understanding of the development of anarchism. By exploring diverse influences and historical roots, we can better appreciate how various ideas and practices have contributed to the formation of anarchist thought. This approach also helps prevent the oversimplification of anarchism's origins and acknowledges the contributions of non European cultures and societies which might otherwise be overlooked or marginalized. So, let's explore the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, a political and cultural alliance of six Native American tribes in Northeastern North America, Mohawk, Oneida, Onondaga, Cayuga, Seneca, and Tuscarora, was established between the 12th and 15th centuries. This Confederacy significantly shaped Western political thought, particularly during the Enlightenment era, 17th and 18th centuries. A period of intellectual and philosophical growth that emphasized reason, individualism, and the questioning of traditional authority. The Enlightenment influenced the development of anarchism in the 19th and early 20th centuries. The Great Law of Peace, the political structure of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, emphasizes democratic principles, power sharing, and consensus based decision making, inspiring European and American political thinkers and serving as an early example of federalism. Anarchism drew inspiration from the Haudenosaunee Confederacy's decentralized governance model, emphasizing autonomy and power sharing. Although direct links between the Haudenosaunee Confederacy and specific anarchist thinkers may be challenging to establish, figures like Peter Kropotkin found inspiration in indigenous societies, including the Haudenosaunee when envisioning stateless societies based on cooperation and mutual support. The Haudenosaunee Confederacy's focus on gender equality and women's roles in their political system influenced feminist thought and foreshadowed the feminist ideas emerging during the Enlightenment era. Their sustainable approach to the environment and the seventh generation concept have also impacted Western environmental thought. While the Haudenosaunee Confederacy may not have directly influenced all key anarchist figures, their political and social systems have broadly impacted anarchist thought. The principles and practices of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, predating modern anarchism by several centuries, continue to resonate with various anarchist ideas and contribute to developing anarchist thought. Moving on to the next common question, what are the different schools of thought within anarchism? Anarchist thought can differ fundamentally while maintaining common tenets. It supports a range of positions from extreme individualism to complete collectivism, and it has often been divided into categories of social and individualist anarchism or similar dual classifications. Here are examples of various schools of thought within anarchism, including classical, post-classical, and contemporary approaches. Please note that this is not an exhaustive list of categories, but rather a sample to illustrate the rich and diverse range of anarchism. Anarcho-communism. Anarcho-communism envisions a society based on voluntary cooperation, with goods and services distributed according to need and no centralized authority or hierarchy. Key figures include Peter Kropotkin and Emma Goldman, anarcho-syndicalism anarcho-syndicalism focuses on the power of labor unions and workers' self-management to dismantle capitalism and state authority. Key figures include Rudolf Rocker and Noam Chomsky. Black anarchism. Black anarchism combines anarchism with a focus on black liberation, critiquing state power and white supremacy. Key figures include Lorenzo Comboa Irvin and Ashanti Alston. Collectivist anarchism. Collectivist anarchism, closely associated with Mikhail Bakunin, advocates for the collective ownership of the means of production and distribution of goods and services based on the principle of from each according to ability to each according to work done maganism maganism is a form of anarchism originating in Mexico inspired by the ideas of Ricardo Flores Magón it played a significant role in the Mexican Revolution and emphasized the importance of land reform direct action and indigenous rights to learn more about Ricardo Flores Magón check out episode two of a radical podcast. Mutualism. Mutualism, popularized by the writings of anarchist philosopher Pierre-Joseph Proudhon, is an economic system based on reciprocity and voluntary exchange. It emphasizes cooperation and self-governance while advocating for individual ownership of the means of production and distribution of goods and services, according to the labor theory of value. Anarcho-pacifism anarcho-pacifism combines anarchism with a strong commitment to nonviolence to achieve social change. Key figures include Leo Tolstoy and Dorothy Day. Anarcho-primitivism. Anarcho-primitivism critiques the origins and progress of civilization, arguing that the rise of hierarchical societies and technological development has led to alienation, environmental destruction, and the erosion of individual freedom. Post-left anarchism. Post-left anarchism critiques traditional left-wing politics, including classical anarchism, and seeks to move beyond the confines of conventional political ideologies. Queer anarchism. Queer anarchism is an intersectional approach that combines anarchist principles with queer theory, highlighting the interconnectedness of oppressive systems such as heteronormativity, patriarchy, and coercive authority. Insurrectionary anarchism. Insurrectionary anarchism emphasizes the importance of immediate, small-scale actions and direct attacks against oppressive institutions. Key figures include Alfredo M. Bonanno. These examples demonstrate the wide-ranging and evolving nature of anarchist thought, with various schools emerging and adapting to the specific social, political, and historical contexts in which they arise. While some of these schools may have more specific or niche focuses, They all contribute to the broader anarchism movement's rich tapestry and shared commitment to challenging hierarchical and coercive systems. By exploring these diverse schools of thought, we can better understand the complexity and nuance of anarchism as a political philosophy and movement. It is important to remember that this list of schools of thought is partial. Many other branches of anarchism have emerged throughout history and continue to develop today and many of these categories often overlap. Each school of thought adds to the richness and diversity of anarchism, making it a continuously evolving and multifaceted political philosophy. Moving on to the next common question, how does anarchism address human nature? A frequent question concerning anarchism involves its compatibility with human nature and the feasibility of a society without authority. Anarchists argue that human nature is diverse and significantly influenced by social environments. They believe that by eliminating coercive institutions and promoting cooperation, anarchism can bring out the positive aspects of human nature and ultimately create a society where individuals can flourish. Anarchists challenge the widely held notion that humans are innately selfish, competitive, and aggressive. Instead, they assert that these traits are often amplified by hierarchical systems such as capitalism and state authority, prioritizing individual gain and competition over collective well-being. Historically, anarchist thought has drawn from various theories of human nature. For instance, prominent anarcho-communist theorist Peter Kropotkin was inspired by his observations of animal behavior, arguing that cooperation and mutual aid are crucial to survival in the natural world. Kropotkin's research on animals living in harsh environments like the Siberian Steppe demonstrated the significant role of cooperation and solidarity in their survival. Anarchists proposed that a society based on voluntary cooperation, mutual aid, and non-hierarchical relationships can emerge by dismantling coercive and hierarchical structures. The Zapatista movement in Chiapas, Mexico, which began in 1994, provides an example of an autonomous region practicing anarchist principles. Zapatista communities are organized into self-governing municipalities with decision-making processes involving all community members, and they strongly emphasize cooperation and mutual aid. Anarchists acknowledge that conflicts and disagreements are inevitable in any society. However, they maintain that such issues can be resolved through non-coercive community-based solutions like mediation, consensus-building, and restorative justice practices. The Rojava revolution in northern Syria, which started in 2012, exemplifies a region implementing anarchist-inspired principles of direct democracy, gender equality, and community-based conflict resolution in a highly challenging and volatile environment. We are now moving on to one of the most asked questions. What about law and order? Many people wonder if anarchism implies the absence of laws, police, and other authoritarian institutions. While it's true that anarchists oppose coercive and hierarchical systems, they still recognize the need for social order and conflict resolution. Anarchism encourages alternative, non-authoritarian methods to address these issues, such as voluntary cooperation, restorative justice, and community-based initiatives. Anarchists like Errico Malatesta argue that these methods can effectively resolve conflict and social order. For example, the Zapatista movement in Mexico has established autonomous communities with governance, education, and justice systems outside the traditional state apparatus. Several societies or communities have attempted to implement anarchist principles to varying degrees. These examples offer valuable insights into how anarchism can be implemented and help illustrate this political philosophy's potential benefits and challenges. Some notable examples include Paris Commune, 1871, a short-lived revolutionary government in France that implemented principles such as direct democracy, worker self-management, and decentralized decision-making. Free Territory of Ukraine, 1918 to 1921, an anarchist society in Ukraine during the Russian Civil War, founded by Nestor Makhno and the Revolutionary Insurrectionary Army of Ukraine, based on self-governance, direct democracy, and mutual aid. Shinmin Autonomous Region, 1929-1931, a decentralized society in Manchuria established by Korean anarchists, based on direct democracy and mutual aid, operating as a confederation of self-governing villages, Spanish Revolution, 1936-1939 a period during the Spanish Civil War when anarchists played a significant role in organizing worker and peasant collectives in Catalonia and other parts of Spain, promoting worker self-management, collectivization of land, and direct democracy. Freetown Christiania, 1971 present, an intentional community in Copenhagen, Denmark, operating as a self-governing neighborhood with its own rules and decision-making processes, emphasizing cooperation, sustainability, and direct democracy. Exarchea, nineteen seventy present, a neighborhood in Athens, Greece, known for its anarchist and leftist political culture, hosting squats, social centers, and cooperative projects, with residents organizing initiatives such as community gardens, free healthcare clinics, and mutual aid networks. Rojava, twenty twelve, present, a region in northern Syria controlled by the Democratic Federation of Northern Syria. A federation of self governing communes and councils based on principles of anarchism, direct democracy, gender equality, and ecological sustainability. These examples demonstrate the various ways in which anarchist principles have been put into practice in different contexts. Now that we have seen some instances of anarchism in action, let's further explore the alternative approaches to law and order in anarchism and how they can contribute to maintaining social order. And addressing conflicts voluntary cooperation anarchists believe that people can voluntarily cooperate to create a harmonious society without the need for imposed authority this type of cooperation relies on individuals working together for the collective good with mutual respect and understanding guiding their actions decision-making processes in such societies may involve consensus or other forms of direct democracy to ensure that everyone's voice is heard and that decisions are made in the best interest of the entire community. Restorative justice. Anarchists often advocate for restorative justice as an alternative to punitive justice systems, which they see as perpetuating cycles of violence and harm. Restorative justice seeks to address the root causes of harm, repair relationships between those affected, and reintegrate individuals into the community. This approach emphasizes healing, accountability, and addressing the needs of all parties involved in a conflict, rather than focusing on punishment and retribution. Community-based initiatives. Community members would have greater autonomy and responsibility for maintaining social order and resolving conflicts in an anarchist society. This could include neighborhood watch programs, mediation services, or conflict resolution teams that work together to address issues without resorting to hierarchical systems like the police or courts. By relying on community-based initiatives, anarchists argue that people can develop deeper connections with one another and foster a sense of mutual aid and solidarity. Decentralized and Horizontal Structures Anarchists propose that power and decision-making should be decentralized and organized horizontally to prevent the concentration of authority and power in the hands of a few. This means that communities would be self-governing, with decision-making processes involving all members, ensuring everyone has a say in the rules and norms governing their lives. By promoting these alternative approaches to law and order, anarchists seek to create a society in which individuals and communities can thrive without the need for coercive institutions that perpetuate inequality and hierarchy. They believe that people can address conflicts and maintain social order more justly and equitably by fostering a culture of mutual aid, cooperation and empathy. The contemporary movement to defund the police can be seen as an example of this approach. It calls for reallocating resources from traditional policing to community-based programs and services that address the root causes of social issues, aligning with some of the principles discussed within the context of anarchism. Now the final common question we will address is how anarchism deals with individuals who act solely in their self-interest at the expense of others. Anarchism acknowledges that individuals might sometimes act in their self interest at the expense of others. However, it contends that by removing hierarchies and promoting a culture of mutual aid, cooperation, solidarity, and interconnectedness, people will be less inclined to act selfishly or harmfully. In an anarchist society, the emphasis would be placed on education and raising awareness about the importance of collective responsibility, interdependence, empathy and interconnectedness. This would involve teaching individuals to consider the broader implications of their actions and understanding how their behavior affects others and the community. To address cases where individuals continue to act solely in their self-interest at the expense of others, anarchist communities would utilize non-hierarchical methods, conflict resolution, Community-based conflict resolution processes would be established to mediate and resolve disagreements non-authoritatively. This could involve negotiation, mediation, or consensus-based decision-making. Peer accountability. Anarchist communities would rely on social pressure and peer accountability to discourage individuals from acting solely in their self-interest at the expense of others. Community members would be encouraged to voice their concerns and offer support to help individuals change their behavior. Community support and intervention. Anarchist communities might develop intervention programs that provide support, guidance, and resources to individuals struggling with selfish behavior. This could include counseling, education, or mentorship. By focusing on education, conflict resolution, peer accountability, community support, and understanding interconnectedness, anarchism seeks to create a society where individuals are encouraged to act in the community's best interests, and are held accountable for their actions in a non-coercive, community-based manner. By removing hierarchies and fostering a culture of cooperation, mutual aid, community engagement, and interconnectedness, anarchism aims to create an environment where individuals are less likely to act solely in their self-interest at the expense of others. The emphasis on collective responsibility and shared decision-making helps reinforce the importance of considering the entire community's well-being, making it more difficult for individuals to act in ways that disproportionately harm others. Anarchism is a diverse and multifaceted political philosophy that challenges hierarchies and coercive systems in favor of a society based on cooperation, mutual aid, and voluntary associations. Throughout history, numerous schools of thought have emerged within anarchism each offering unique perspectives and approaches to achieving an egalitarian society. Anarchism addresses human nature by emphasizing the importance of social conditions in shaping human behavior and by fostering a culture of cooperation, solidarity, and empathy. It contends that law and order can be maintained through alternative, non-authoritarian methods, such as community-based conflict resolution, restorative justice, and voluntary cooperation. In dealing with individuals who act solely in their self-interest at the expense of others, anarchism seeks to create an environment that encourages collective responsibility, interconnectedness, and shared decision-making. By removing hierarchies and promoting community engagement, anarchism aims to prevent individuals from acting in ways that disproportionately harm others. Exploring these questions highlights the complexity and nuance of anarchism as a political philosophy and movement it is essential to recognize the wide-ranging and evolving nature of anarchist thought, which continues to adapt to specific social, political, and historical contexts in which it arises. By understanding the core principles and diverse perspectives within anarchism, we can better appreciate its contributions to challenging hierarchies and advocating for a more equitable and just society. To explore more on this topic, here are some recommended reading materials, And don't forget to visit a Radical Guide at RadicalGuide.com for more information. The Conquest of Bread by Peter Kropotkin. Mutual Aid, A Factor of Evolution by Peter Kropotkin. God and the State by Mikhail Bakunin. Anarchy Works by Peter Gelder. Anarchy in Action by Colin Ward. The Ecology of Freedom, The Emergence and Dissolution of Hierarchy by Murray Bookchin. And of course, An Anarchist FAQ by Ian McKay. These reading materials offer valuable insights into the various aspects of anarchism as a political philosophy and movement. By engaging with these texts and exploring the historical and contemporary examples of anarchism, you can better understand its principles and approaches to creating a more just, equitable, and cooperative society. Remember to visit a Radical Guide at RadicalGuide.com for more information and resources on anarchism, and other radical political ideologies
0: radical education yeah, yeah a better future what we really need not rooted in capitalism
1: i want to remind folks that they can add their favorite locations to a radical guide you can submit locations to help build a comprehensive directory of organizations groups and collectives that promote social justice equality and radical activism to add a listing to a radical guide visit radicalguide.com and click on the Add Listing button at the top right-hand side of the screen. Contributing to the directory can help others find valuable resources and connect with like-minded individuals and groups. Additionally, we're excited to invite you to a Radical Guide channel on Roku and Fire TV. A Radical Guide Roku and Fire TV channel offers live and on-demand videos in this podcast. Search for a Radical Guide on your respective device and install the channel. If you want to add content, feel free to contact us via our contact page on RadicalGuide.com. We constantly seek new voices, ideas, and perspectives to share with our growing community. A Radical Guide promotes radical thought, activism, and education. We seek to enable individuals and communities to challenge oppressive systems and build a more just world through various mediums, such as podcasts, articles, videos, and workshops. If the work of a Radical Guide inspires you and you would like to support our work, Visit radicalguide.com and click on the support ARG button in the top menu to learn more about how you can contribute. Yes. Let's go. Thank you for joining us on this episode of a radical podcast. We hope you found our discussion on common questions about anarchism insightful, particularly regarding the origins of the ideology. Our news segment on the alarming anti-LGBTQ legislation across the country reminds us that we must stay vigilant and engaged in the fight for social justice. Remember, you can make a difference by staying informed and getting involved. Contribute to a Radical Guides directory by adding your favorite locations that promote social justice, equality, and radical activism. Check out our Roku and Fire TV channels for more live and on-demand content. We appreciate your support and encourage you to share this podcast with friends, enemies and fellow activists. Stay tuned for our next episode, where we'll continue to explore radical ideas, movements and current events.
0: Yeah, talking freedom and liberation Worldwide, not just only for the nation A radical guide, it's time to make changes Bringing interviews and radical education Yeah, yeah, a better future, what we really need Not rooted in capitalism or supremacy Yeah, yeah, trust, you don't want to miss it We bring the truth right to you The past, present, and future, let's go A radical guide, that's what this is Highlighting the
1: diverse world of resistance Let's go